it'll be here before you know it. Welcome back to the Skinning Shed. This is Jason. Brandon on the ones and twos. Uh, yeah. Nicholas Ray. <laughs> Chuck on the three and four. Mm-hmm. There you go. What that means? I had to skip me and you'd be three and four. Okay. Yeah. Ones and twos, the turntables. You never a DJ? I don't think so. <laughs> what's, a, what, what's a DJ? A disc junkie. <laughs> no. Okay. Never spun. Well, never, never spun the vinyl. You never did. No. Never spit a rhyme. No. Hot bars. <laughs> Take it away, Jason. Oh my God. <laughs> Woo. So today our customer shout out is going to Mitchell Childers. Mitchell. Appreciate you, buddy. Mm, there's your turkey. Oh Boom. man. Can you we, um I thought we were over turkeys. Oh sorry, I don't have any deer grunts on here. Can That's pretty good there. That sounds like most of the ones I hear. <laughs> Pig. I hear. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I hear on. Me too. So on today's episode we're gonna talk about deer season prep. It begins now. We've had a lot of people coming in the shop, talking to us about it, you know, asking for suggestions. I don't know why they asked me because buying new bows. Yeah. Well, we've had a few. I think that'll hit a little bit later. Mm. Should I be practicing? All non-resident license and permits are once again available for purchase beginning May 8th in Ohio. Just, I mean, if you're May preparing 8? for what, that. What, oh, they, they released the, the... They lifted the... Hold it. Why are you pushing up on me, son? When's the turkey season go out in Ohio? This weekend. Yeah. Oh, never mind. They did it on purpose. Yeah. Son of bitches. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all still have tags. Yeah, we do. Let's no, go up there and kill one. We don't. What do you mean They ran don't? out in February. They ran out in February. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. But what? we could have bought... We could have bought our now and went up there and hunted for a little bit and, and deer hunted that's what i was looking at so <clears throat> i didn't know they ran out in february yeah that gone i know <clears throat> you think that you would think but that's what you get for thinking don't think yeah it's okay we still could have bought them now and yeah you know, you, you know it's the same either way yeah but Cause the guy went uh, the guy I deer hunted in missouri with last year went went back out and i thought oh Oh yeah, I got a I got turkey tags. No, I don't. Missouri. I don't. <laughs> Missouri. Don't. No, no Missouri tags. No, they, no. they, so they went out the same way. No. Do they have a, a fall season in Missouri? Uh, maybe I don't even know. But you know, Ohio does, and I wonder if that's why they go out in February. That would make sense. You mean oh the license? Yeah, yeah. it's well, because yeah. they do have a fall <clears throat> turkey season. So you know, if you think about it, you'd almost get. Yeah. Double dose. Double dose. Makes yeah. sense. So. I might buy a turkey tag this year, just kicks and giggles. I was going to the kicks and gobbles. first year I went up there, and I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, was like ah, I probably won't see no turkeys. I saw turkeys. Is it? Is and uh, you can kill a hen up there, too. I was going to say, is the fall season yep. either, either, either or sex? Mm-hmm. Man. 
But it's about like turkeys here. I can't freaking do nothing with them. Yeah, drumsticks. So. Yeah. <laughs> it could be different. Do they still react to calls that time of year? Yeah, grunt calls. Just let it yeah. rip. And that, they just come running in. Snorweeze yeah. will bring one right to your tree. Yeah, they'll come in looking for a fight. Yep. Hit the rattling horns. Yeah. I've heard birds gobble in the fall. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know what, why they're doing it. Or yeah, I wonder that. The, I, I heard, heard one in Missouri last last season. In, I've, uh, never, I've never really heard them in October. I've heard, I've heard them in it. December. I've never heard them earlier than that. But gobble, gobble in December? Yeah, I've heard yeah. them gobble in December. Yeah, it's I've weird. never thought about it until just now. It It is weird because <clears throat> it's like, <laughs> what? what did I hear? I mean, you can hear a bunch of gobbles, but mm-hmm. in December it's cold, and you're like, "Did I hear that?" Yeah, pretty cool. But anyway, back to prepping the for deer season. Yeah, it won't so, be long. So, I mean, we we've had a lot of people asking us, like, I guess because they have been out of work with the corona, they they've like. So normally I don't start selling mineral like really good until about right now. I was I've already sold out once and had to restock. And well, that's because you've been educating people for the last couple. I mean, of you years. think that's what it is? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you taught me a lot. Well, because I still don't use it, but you taught me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of where to put it. I mean, you can put it on public land. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nobody do that. Um, <laughs> hey, we found feed on the public. Yes, that's true. No, that, I'm, I'm yeah. sure we found some. Oh yeah, I'm sure golden nuggets. I thought, golden nuggets. I thought Chuck was going. I know guys that used to buy Lucky Buck in August, getting ready for bow season in September. It's like, yeah. Now I do have some customers Why that you... use it as an attractant. And I, it is. I mean, and it's weird, it but is. they mix it with their corn. Silence. So I'm I'm assuming that that's like, you know, salted popcorn. Oh God! It's oh, that's good. That's good. good. Maybe she has some butter. Hot buttered corn, corn nuggets. nuggets. Apple flavored corn nugs. That stuff ain't apple flavored. Well, <laughs> yeah, because you ate it. But, it tastes like salt. Well, yeah, it's, it's what it is. Well, we still got it. All it is. We still got to make the. Um, Steaks. Steaks. I've thought about it every Ooh. podcast. Are we doing that in Lucky Buck or? Yeah, Lucky Buck. Okay, so which one? I'm not eating. Wait. Which yes, you will. Is the Vapple the one that's got the apple flavor? That'd be good on a pork well, chop. Well, it's not really Boom. apple flavor. That's where I was headed. I know. Have you tasted it? What, Vapple? Yeah. No. Well, apple flavor. That's my job. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So you he can. On, you need to get on that and let us I'll know. I'll taste it. What we'll do, we'll have a, we'll have, we'll, we'll, we'll go over to. Brandon's house, mm-hmm. and he'll fix the steaks with um, Lucky Buck. Mm-hmm. I'll get the apple, whatever apple, 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 and I'll mix a rub up and put it on some pork ribs, mm-hmm. and we'll smoke him babies. And Jason and I will eat them. Yep. There you go. We'll slip in some regular ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that. Me and Brandon's going to be turkeys at gizzards. Yeah, so mineral. Yeah, I mean, it could be. We, we've we talked, and I know you have, with people coming in here, that mineral starts. It actually started back in February. It, yeah, I mean. And and we, we honestly, sold. Honestly, 
even before then, like even winter, I've never put it out like in January, but when the season goes out, I think you can start right then because they're all kind of, they're just depleted. There's yeah. not, there's no nutrient. I mean, I say there's no, they survive, so they're eating something, but it's just not plentiful. Yeah, so they're ran, they're ran well, down too. Well, so yeah. I do know, and I and I've heard it from uh, like the Lucky Buck guy, the the Vapel people. So because it is, it does have a lot of salt in it. Deer can only consume so much during the winter months of it. No, oh, okay. So gotcha. they're just like humans, where salty stuff we eat more of it in the summertime than we do in the wintertime. Like we, and we can, we can eat a whole lot more of it. Sorry. I'm really, am I cutting I out? Can eat you? It no, you're not. Yeah. Well, so what do you mean? Like there, you can't, who eats more salt in the, in the summer, in the summer. Well, I think what he means is because you're sweating, you're you're depleting your salt. Oh, you mean you can eat more? You can eat more. So you you need to replenish it more in the summer. Right. Because of dehydration. I got you. I I was lost completely. Well, think about this. So I I can eat salt anytime. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, like, they need it more. They need it more. And when green starts coming back, deer eating all that green, that's water. Digest. So they need the salt to help take the water out of them. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know about that. Salt makes you retain water. Unless it works you, different from deer for deer. So yeah, I'm maybe, just telling you what, what I've heard from the people that make it. As, as to the reason why they're able to hit it more, or they do hit it more in the warmer months. I put salt on my broccoli. It's green. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And during the run of vacation, I ate a lot of Lay's potato chips. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Salt. Salt. Love it. I like salt. <clears throat> it doesn't like me that yeah. that well. Too much salt is not good. Too yeah. much too much, I guess, of anything. Too much anything. Probably Everything in moderation, including moderation. But see, I don't think deer operate that way. They like salt. Because we want them to have more than not because it grows bigger horns. Well, the salt I don't think does. But I have been told by a pretty good source that too much salt will uh, affect their guts. And they don't break. And and they won't break down. Well, if if you actually read... The, the packaging on a lot of the minerals. But I don't think they eat more than they need. So Exactly. Well, it's kind of like you were telling me today. <clears throat> when I was telling you about my mineral lick I put out in March, <clears throat> you said they're not going to just sit there and just no, no, they, hammer it down. They're going to come by when they need it. Mm-hmm. That's basic. I hadn't thought about it that way, so... Yeah, I've got it out and with a camera on it right now, and they're, well, not, what they're not there every day. Yeah, I've got them in there every day, but they're not. They're only standing in there for about ten minutes and then moving on. You, my, you may have more deer. Well, it's all does. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got four bucks that I can tell. But yeah, there's zero. there's does coming, there's bucks coming, but they're not there every day. Those the little group of bucks come in. I don't know every two, three, four days. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So might be gone. I might need to go. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, hey, uh, hey, buddy, when do you refill? Yeah, I need I need to put a camera on on that little mineral spot just to see what's going on. But it's in my it's right in the corner of my little clover plat, patch that I planted last year, and um, that actually as soon as it dries up a little bit, I need to go in there and, and um, give it a little mow because the clover's. It's about knee high now. It's, it's doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but I, you know, there's other things that to me are just as good as the mineral. I, I think they hit the mineral a little bit more, but protein is a big deal. Yeah. Um, the only problem with protein is you have to have either like a gravity feeder or a trough feeder. You can't just go throw it on the ground or yeah, put it in a spin feeder. And, mush up. And mold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but protein does really good. Um, but it, it's, you know, to me, it's that's just a way to, one, you can get inventory on your, your deer because you can watch them grow and, and yeah. see what bucks there is. But you're also keeping the deer on your property. Mm-hmm. They're there mm-hmm. continuously. They're not leaving. They don't have to leave to go find something. Um, food plots, I like them. I just don't. I ain't had a place to put one in yeah. six or seven years. So they used to be my big thing during when turkey season came around. I'd turkey hunt on one property in the morning. I'd go do food plots and everything else in the afternoon. I had a tractor, tiller, did it all. Now I ain't got none of it. (laughs) Are you moping? A little bit. Nah, I got rid of all of it because of the store. I wanted to wanted to start the store. So we appreciate it. (laughs) Also, I didn't have anywhere to use it, so I mean, it was kind of yeah. Tilled up a garden in my backyard, and that wasn't really worth having a tractor. (laughs) Yeah. Drive it back and forth one time. (laughs) Yeah. Did a big, I did a big garden. It took me about five swipes. It's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, I frost seeded this year for the first time. Always, did it do good? Yeah, yeah, it it did. I did it in February. Yep, frost seeded some clover over top of some clover and chicory that I have, and then I I just did another area. Uh just had I don't know I killed it off last year planted beans and they did good but the deer just devoured them so there was no actual beans um so I I sprayed it off and then all winter it just was nothing and I frost seeded all that and clover coming up everywhere I've always heard that like doing beans and stuff like that you gotta have certain amount of of area to do it if not the deer just gonna mow it down mow it down yeah it ain't gonna have a chance um well it's like when you when you had that big field when the field was fully the whole field yeah yeah that's you know it did okay then but like now the way you've got it sectioned off yeah there's just like jason said there's it's just they're gonna mow them. Yeah. What little bit comes up? It was up, an acre. It was an acre. Of yeah, beans. yeah. Yeah, we've but tried I, that. You know, I planted it for the deer, so I looked at it like, 
they ate good all summer. Yeah. But I was wanting to have some standing for mm-hmm. later in the year, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, but all the other stuff works good. All the other stuff that's in there now wasn't established. Mm-hmm. It is now. I got clover almost knee high. And maybe if I planted beans again this year, I don't know, it'd still probably get hammered. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. I never I never had any luck with clover. Like the deer just didn't they wasn't in there in the daylight eating it like I wanted them to be. Um I, I tried all kinds of different stuff, but one of the probably the best things I ever had was um what was it called? Antler King's um red zone. So I had sunflowers in it. The really big mm-hmm. tall ones. Mm-hmm. Those deer eat that stuff up. Yeah, I mean I, it was correct, and I get. I think it was also because they felt comfortable in it. Yeah, because it was so tall. Oh yeah, that they would come in there in the daylight. I'll tell you what, I won't buy again. Is this stuff that's is got this something these, that I sell? Well, I'm just every, everybody does, but I got it from you. But it's no big. <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't sell seed anymore, so don't Yeah, there you go. No, it's them, the, what do they call them, the brassicas, the radish yeah. stuff. Brassicas, yeah. I mean, they. It's weird. Just, they, just, they don't, they don't like them. Around, at least, in, and I had a good stand of them, man. I, they're still coming up. They're, they're as big as a softball right now. I mean, poking out of the ground. I was pulling a bunch of them up day four yesterday in the evening. Just, they never. The only thing they, I will say they did do <clears throat> They did eat when they were first coming up. Did you have some mineral bite? Maybe they needed a little salt with it. Mm. I didn't. I you, put salt on my radish. You got to put so. all the condiments on the dinner table. Yeah. yeah. Ketchup, yeah. mustard. But they did eat yeah. when they were first coming up. They did eat salt the greens, pepper. you know, popping yeah. up. But once the, the, I mean, them things are, I mean, they're waist tall right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. But, I mean, I cut one open and smelled it. It just smells like a. You know, a turnip or a radish, and but they didn't touch them. And and you know everything you see, like out in the Midwest, they say, well, it's got to get really cold to bring the sugar content up in them. And I mean, we had some cold snaps, but maybe it just wasn't a long duration of a cold we didn't snap. Last year. Weird, yeah. It was, you know. So I don't know, but I've tried them in the past, and they still didn't touch them. So I'm 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 gonna till all that up and clean it up, and I'm just gonna go back and put. Clover. I may try some sunflowers too. Mix in some. I planted. Uh, you said sunflowers. I planted uh, power plant. Now, say I, I think that. Institute. I think that would be. What is that? If you're if you're doing it as like a barrier, I think that's a thousand times better um, than like the sunflowers. The sunflowers were good until until like they died. And then once they died, right. it, it was... So the power plant, I didn't really use it as a barrier. I just used... I did like three quarters of an acre. And it was kind of had had this uh Is shape. that not the really, really tall stuff? Uh, it got tall, but that was the Border Patrol. Oh, the Border Patrol. That's what I was thinking of. Um, from Killer Food Plots. But the uh, power plant had... Uh, sun hemp. It had some kind of beans in it. Uh, 
uh, real viney. It grew up, and uh, but it, it you know it it all got, I'd say five six feet tall, and it just all grew on each other, and it was just nothing but food and cover. It was pretty neat, and the the deer had trails in it when it when it got high, and there were bean. I mean, it was it was really cool, and then it dies off, and it still provides a little cover. Not only for deer, but mm-hmm. birds and and small game. I've yeah. got so many rabbits down there at the yeah. farm now. I, I haven't noticed that many rabbits in forever. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's because of the power plant. Yeah, but it might be because of the knee-high clover. Yeah, they they like eating that. Well, I mean, even <laughs> if you don't have um, food plot areas. And you got private. I'm not sure if it's legal or not on public, but even fertilizing like areas that have honeysuckle that help them to to really grow a little bit more, you know, abundant, a little thicker, a little healthier. You can do that. I mean, I've tried it. It works at my house, and and just fertilizing, like I said, all that native stuff. I mean, just yeah. just get some standard fertilizer you know 10 10 10 or triple 17 it's a pretty common one and just fertilize the the native stuff that the deer like and that'll help it it's a little late now and this time of the year but earlier in the year if you just like like nick did his what do you call it pre um frosty frost seeding about the same time you would fertilize your pasture or fertilize anything else you just fertilize yeah. the native stuff and that, that helps a lot i mean and I mean that talking about late season, that's great late season stuff. If that honeysuckle's still good and not eat down by then, those vines and everything, it's a good late season spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. For for food plots, yeah. I enjoy it. And like Jason said, he he did well when he had a place to. Oh, that do was that. my that was absolutely it, one of my most favorite fun. things to do. It it. It is. It's fun. I enjoy it. Um, you know, we were just talking turkeys last episode or one episode ago. Um, I've noticed more more turkeys in on my small farm and hanging out more. I don't know. I wish on the public land stuff, I wish they would plant clover and stuff like that. They do on some fields. of it. <clears throat> Where was that place we walked? Every road bed that we walked was all clover. That was in Castle. Yeah. That was that. Did anybody Big circle. check it out? We rode down there Saturday. and A lot of people? No, wasn't nobody down there. No. See, I thought that place looked good. It wasn't crazy for me for turkey. Yeah. Hmm. I think it would be okay for deer, though. Yeah. Early season. Yep, early season deer. Because I'm going to tell you, it's going to get hit hard. No, That's why it's too easy to access. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> um, but I, so, I mean, you know, food plots are awesome. I actually, like, used to, I would go in and cut my shooting lanes, like, either in, in February, March, or now, because you can actually see everything. 
so the way you would be seeing it. Yeah. Right. So so you know how much to cut. Right. And I actually would cut a little bit extra so that when it grew, I would still be able to see and I wouldn't have to go back in there. Yeah. Right before deer season. How many times did you go in in August and then like whack it, whack it, whack it, and then come fall when all leaves are gone, you're stuck out like yeah. a sore thumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, cut way too much. I've done that. Yeah. I actually went um, Monday. I went down to my little seven-acre place to hunt, and I was just – I was looking around, and I had moved my camera down where I was hunting during deer season and just set it down there. I just wanted to see what kind of deer movement was going through there without no mineral, no nothing, and I had zero. And I was like, okay, I'm going to fix this. So I took it back up to where I put some mineral, put my camera back up there, and I basically just decided I'm going to hunt on top of this because after everything had fallen off the trees, I actually was look, excuse me, looking. It's it's a big ridge, and I'm I put a, a stand up in a tree that was like four trees together. It's about 25 feet up in the air. I was thinking, man, deer ain't going to see me at all. And they came down in the bottom where I had the corn, but where they were coming from. When there was no leaves on the trees, I was sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I was like eye level with them. And I was like, that's why I quit seeing deer. Work. And, and I couldn't see it during bow season when I put it up. But when all the leaves were off the tree, I could see it. So I went ahead and moved everything up the hill, and now I'm sitting on top of the, the whole ridge. Yeah. And... I went in there, and there's a bunch of – it's all grown up with little saplings, probably this big around, and I cut down every single sapling in there. Can't you uh, – what is it called? Hinge cutting, hedge cutting? <laughs> hedge cutting. Cut saplings. It saplings. Hedge. <laughs> no. It was more like hedge cutting because I cut every one of them. There, he mowed there it wasn't, down. There yeah. wasn't none left. But I left all the big trees. Mm-hmm. So it, it's – and I had deer in there that night. I had a couple deer in, in my mineral now. Look at there. Looky. That's what I'm saying. It, For the it, listener, there's several deer on the camera. <laughs> but I, I, it sucks because I don't really, I don't have a lot of bucks over there, but I love watching deer's horns grow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it is. But you know, I, I've heard there's a guy, I'll figure it out and tell you. I know that sucks when somebody says, I uh, uh, can't can't remember who it was, but he's got a bunch of videos on whitetail habitat. And anyway, he said uh, a lot of people get discouraged when they don't have bucks on their property during the summer, you know, leading up to beginning deer season. Is it Jeff Sturgis? What's the name of his? Whitetail Habitat Solutions. Yes. Yeah, did you he's hear? Smart. Did you hear? Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's he's brilliant. He's really good. But he said um, it's not a bad thing to not have bucks on your property um, in the summer because you you are going in and out summertime. You don't really want to be bumping, especially if and he does a lot on small parcels. So you got seven acres, nine acres. 10, 15, 20, like even, even 40 acres, it's not hard to bump deer totally off that property. But anyway, I'd never heard of that before, but it made sense. And and he went on to 
to say why, uh, to let them summer somewhere else. He said, but he said, it doesn't really matter because you're not hunting. Right. But then come fall, if you have what they want that time of the year, because it is, they're, they're doing different things in the summer. They're eating different things in the summer. Come hunting season. I mean, how many times have we watched deer all summer, horns growing, getting all excited? September rolls around, you know, mm-hmm. the white oaks start fall. Everything changes. As soon as their velvet strips, everything changes. Their patterns change. Everything changes. So, I, I, I don't know if it was just a unique piece of property, but that 96 acres that I used to do everything on, like the food plots, everything, I would watch deer's horns grow, watch them all the way through the summer, and they would stay there. Yeah, I mean, that and, happens, too. And it was too. just 96 acres. I mean, that happens, too. But they too. stayed there, I mean, until the actual rut started. Like, I, I would have all of them on camera. Yeah. Um, and, and they actually stayed in a group pretty much together until about the third week of deer season, and then they would kind of split off a little bit. Yeah. But, um, but that was that one property. Every other property I've had hadn't been that way. I mean, this little seven acres, that big buck that was on there, he he didn't show up until the week before hunting season last year. Right. He wasn't there at all. He was actually on my buddy's property like a mile down the road. Mm-hmm. Whole summer. Yeah. And, and so that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, yeah, there's there's – properties that hold deer year round and that's awesome um well one one of the other things that i i mean i personally try to talk to people about and get them to do is it's to break their bows out way sooner because a lot of guys are pulling them out in august start shooting right before deer season you're so slab you can't go (laughs) on that's ridiculous yeah um but, you know, they it, – it's just – to me, it's one of those things. It's not just to check on your bow, to check on maintenance, um, but also to – just to hone in on their skill. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I'm bad about that. I'll, I'll admit I'm bad about forever. So I – and I don't get to do it as much now, but I love to go flounder fishing. So I'm I'm getting ready to go here shortly. And then Chuck, we used to fish a lot. We don't, neither one of us get to do it as much. But so anyway, fishing summer and, and but July, after July 4th, that was always my switch. It's actually that way for a lot of people. So, and then I would start getting into hunting season prep and and um as far as shooting so i'd pull my bow out and be like oh well looks like i need a new string and but yeah i mean it's yeah for me it's cram it in it's not just the equipment and stuff it's 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 the shooting of the bow i mean honing your skills a little bit more and um, now once i start shooting i shoot a lot leading into deer season but then i'm i mean again i'll admit after the season starts, I may shoot a little bit. I don't shoot as much. Yeah, during the season. During the season, and I should. <clears throat> That's what's changed for me, and quite frankly, it's probably because I've been 
hanging out up here at this store too much, but I've just gotten all the talk and everything's just got me more excited about shooting. Yeah. So used to, I'm like Nick. I didn't do anything till after the 4th of July vacation was past me. And then it was like the switch, like Nick said, the switch just flipped and now it's, it's on, you know, getting stuff ready, shooting your bow a little bit. But now I pretty much shoot year round. And I shot more this past deer season, you know, just go out in the yard, fling a dozen arrows, you know, two or three times a week at least. And, I could tell the difference. I mean, I'm sure you got to. I mean, big difference. Um, the, the more you do it, the better but I, you get. But now I actually enjoy it. You know, it's kind of like like we talked about in another podcast. It's just it's kind of a stress reliever now. Just go outside and. Well, I, I actually really believe it day. is a stress reliever because for the 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 whole past month, I've done so much bow work. It's unreal. Like I had a Monday or Tuesday, I had a line. Like, like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap, this is just like deer season. This is kind of wild. But I think it's where people are outside, like, trying to find stuff to do. Well, and they're going to ask, and, you think it, I think it's, they're out of work. So they're, they're thinking about things they don't normally think about until later in the summer or whatever. Hey, yeah. run my bow up here. Yeah, let's go up the bow Good shop. Get this out of the way. Yeah. It was, we've done a ton of it. I ain't going to lie. Um, ain't going to lie, Brian. I, I wouldn't. I ain't never lied. <laughs> Why are y'all worried about me saying that I, I ain't going to lie? Because you don't like me saying we're that. We're not worried about it. You're not going to lie. We're just I'm not going to lie. We're confirming no. that you're not going to lie about I'm not. it. <clears throat> I think. I'll tell you the truth. People might be shooting more because we've educated them as a podcast that. Yeah. I need to be shooting. More. There you go. Hey, <laughs> it's a positive spin on it. A positive spin. I definitely think you you, <clears throat> you need to shoot. If you know, you're going to bow hunt, yeah, yeah, you need to shoot. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like shooting a gun where it, it it's loud and you, know, you got to go buy more bullets or whatever. You go out in the yard and shoot a few times, and it's peaceful and quiet. Lose a few airs. Come to the <laughs> store and buy some more. <laughs> No, that's He's all good. That. While, while you're up there, while you're here, buy a bigger target. Yeah, yeah, catch your ears. Yeah, but I think it's important just to uh, start practicing now, getting stuff ready, checking your stands, seeing if they need to be mm, for sure repaired. Um, new stuff put on them. Boots. <laughs> Are you looking at me? I'm looking at you, Brandon. You know, get your boots broken now so they don't. Rub you in the fall, and rash rash you up. Rash you up in the fall. Yeah, figure out maybe see a dermatologist. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just all that stuff, and then and see that's the fun stuff too. Is it is fun? I mean, it's fun now. It's fun in September. It's fun. Yeah, for me, it's not pretty fun. much year round. It's not fun when it's ninety five, which always seems to that's the way. And every year I say yeah. I want to knock this stuff out and. Spring doesn't happen that doesn't. <laughs> no, because other things come up in the spring. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of um, that I've actually enjoyed about hunting on public now is, and I guess one of the positives from this crappy turkey season is with all the people around, I've had to go around to different properties now and, and walk and look and try to find a turkey. 
I'm finding new properties to it's going to be pretty interesting come deer season. Yep. So got those marked marked on Onyx, you know, go back and check them out. And I don't know what's going on here where I've been hanging out, but I'm sure everybody in this room has put a lot of miles on this turkey season. I've yet to find a morel mushroom or a freaking shed, yeah. either one. I found one shed, but it wasn't even this year's. It was an old shed. But I found a deadhead. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel sorry. No mushrooms. Yeah, no mushrooms or nothing. But, you know, I've got to see some new property, and so I'm pretty excited about that. Do you know how to look for the mushrooms? Yeah, I actually. Um, With your eyes. I actually did look it up, and I was in prime territory. Not a single one. Hmm. I've heard it's a specific tree. Well, there are, there's a, two or three different trees. Um, I think it's uh, tulip poplar. Um, they said they do find them around like wild apple trees and apple orchards. Um, and then what's the other one? The elm? The elm tree? Got me, bud. I don't. I don't I'm not in the. I yeah. can't tell you what any of those trees look like. Yeah, well, poplar. Poplar is pretty popular. Oh, popular. Yeah. I don't have that on here. So. Sorry, but I mean, you know, yeah, I've looked, Jason. I mean, I'm probably not looking in. I thought I was looking in prime morel habitat, <laughs> but I was not. <laughs> or somebody beat me to it. One or the other. Yeah, it could be. Because yeah. this place was. This this is like something you would if you're gonna draw up a spot, this would be it. Huh. Pretty cool. But anyway. Anyway. Still didn't find one. But I did find some good deer hunting spots that I'm excited about on public. Coming up for next year, next season. That is the the positive on turkey hunting if you're on public land or even private land. You do go to probably you put a lot of miles on, so that's a lot of Probably a lot of territory you wouldn't typically cover during deer season. Yeah. So, but have you have you ever been on public ground and say you got on a bird or or you were just really intent on finding the bird and you're hiking, 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 and it's like oh whatever. You, know, you get back to your truck, get and you think I didn't pay any attention to like obvious big trails. Yeah. Oh, there's a nice deer trail, but I have I've done that. I've been on property and got done being there and thought, you know, I really didn't even pay attention to deer sign. I'm, I'm sure it's like the, op, like I find myself paying more attention to yeah, like the heavy trails. And <clears throat> I don't, it distracts me from turkey hunting. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. Ooh, this looks nice. Yeah. Well now I've seen big, like <clears throat> I've seen, you know, when I see big trails it catches my eye, but I don't always like look for rubs. Or even look for sheds while I'm turkey hunting. Yeah. I guess because I'm just killing a darn turkey. This year, mm-hmm. yeah, I was looking for anything. I mean, it's just because you're not hearing anything. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what's made and it so, more. It's like, well, if I'm out here, I'm not hearing turkey. At least I'm going to well, look for some yeah, deer right. So, yeah, I, I get that. And, you know, you try to move relatively quiet and slow through the woods. And as you're going along, yeah, I, I, I'm constantly, as I'm scanning and looking, I'm like, pretty good rub over there mm-hmm. yeah, it might be a couple years old but i'll go look at it and sniff know. it you smell them you ever smell them mark them <clears throat> give us what whiff. i do i used to rub them but that's why i got this bald spot on top yeah. of my head so i, I don't that. recommend that yeah. don't work in the spring anyway so 
Nah, used to work in the, in the fall. But I didn't really see a whole lot of sign on public land up where we were hunting. There was one property that was it was actually the piece that we scouted. You were talking about that clover. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I, I hadn't seen a whole lot. You're hard to please, though. <clears throat> These are um, hard to please. It's got to be the prettiest woods for you to get excited about. I'm talking about the sign. I didn't say. Woods. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm talking about sign. I'll be like, wow, this is like a pretty nice spot. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. Well, if you can't shoot more than 10 yards in front of you, it ain't going to be no good. You can't. I don't know. I like big, 10 yards. That big deer has been killed. However, <laughs> I had one. Under Chuck 10 loves yards. the thickest. You I find did. the thickest part on a piece of property, and he finds it, that's where he'll be. That's, that's true. I do like it. I like it. Not me. Not with a bow. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I've always I've hit too many trees. Well, see, I'm I'm a terrible shot, so I like them as close as possible, whether it's with a bow or <laughs> a rifle a or whatever. So I figure if, if I can only see 20 yards, it's good. <laughs> it's about the limit of your vision yeah. anyway. <laughs> he does the, what, he what does the, it puts scan mode on his, <laughs> and it's like 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah. perfect. 20 yeah. yard pin. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, never mind. I've got contacts now. That's impressive. Yeah. It is. It is actually. It is. Yeah, yeah you, you couldn't see that. You've come a long way. Beard on that time, huh? With the contacts. Well, right. I'm going. I did not see the front of the bird, so I, I can't say if if you said it had a beard, man. I was. I just the color of it. I'm like, well, but it's a it's a turkey. I'm sure they're like people. They have different colors. You got blonde guys and. <laughs> Dark haired guys. I'm just telling you, it had a beard. It could have been a bearded hen. It could have been. It could have been. But sure it had enough. a beard. Okay. Yeah. He, he ain't going to live that down. We'll believe you, Jason. Oh, no. I believe you. I'm just saying he's blind as a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I won't argue with that. I can't argue much with it, honestly. <laughs> so. Uh. so you're not double glass eyeglassing it now? Oh, yes, he is. You still yeah. are. He's still got, he's still got to have his readers. I got to have my readers. So he's wearing contacts, but still has to have readers. Yeah. And you still wear your sunglasses. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying is you got. I don't hang sunglasses them. hanging, eyeglasses hanging, and you got contacts. Well, I don't hang them that's anymore. A lot of, that's a lot of spectacles. That's a lot of hanging. Yeah. No, I don't hang them anymore because they. Get in the way. Did you have neck issues? No, I had to <laughs> grab, it on, grab it on stuff issues. Yeah. Snagging. Yeah, bending over. Kind of suck. I told you I dropped a pair of mine in the Yakin River. Did you? Sure did. Scouting. Jumped over. A, jumped over the Yakin River? Not, not the whole river. A little <laughs> wallowed out piece of it. And when I landed, my glasses bounced off my head into the river, and I went right after them. Sunglasses? Oh, yeah, I got them. Oh, good. I lost... I lost a pair of nice sunglasses up These in the were, mountains hiking. That's why, I, that's why I jumped after them. These were it fell in the dollar. raging creek, and I could not grab them quick enough. And I still don't know where they're at. So. <laughs> the ocean has eaten yeah, a few ocean's of mine. Got them. Ocean got a pair of mine a few years ago. <laughs> that, God, that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. The one in the mountains 
not as much, but the one in the ocean is like, take them off before you go out there, right? No. No, I didn't either. I was no. like, hey, Willow, this is how you... Yeah. Dang it. Just say you lose your glasses. <laughs> I walked up and down that beach for 30 minutes waiting on them to wash up and nothing. Yeah. Many so glasses have been lost in the ocean. So whoever found him at Sunset Beach. You're welcome. You're welcome. I hope you enjoy them. They're nice. Um, yeah, back to deer prep. I tend to, so I got some stands, you know, I leave up on certain places. And I always want to go in and check them. And sometimes I do. If I'm turkey hunting, I'll go in there and check them. But, you know, we get so many storms during the summer and all. It's about, I don't know, not worth it yeah. to go do a lot of work. In my mind, maybe it's me talking myself out of it <laughs> until, you know, July, August. Because you I could agree. you could fix a stand now and thunderstorm come through and loosen it up, do something, and you go climbing in it. Oh no, I don't. So. I normally don't leave stands up at all. Uh, I've seen too many times where people leave a stand up leave the straps on it. They think they check them and everything else and mm -hmm. step on it and it breaks. Yeah. You got to think the tree has grown. Mm -hmm. So from it's last year season to, to this summer, it's grown. So, I mean, it's put that much more tension on the straps. As soon as you put your weight on it, it's liable to snap. Mm -hmm. I, I don't ever use the, the, the same straps. If I leave a stand up, I, I put new straps on them. Mm -hmm. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. It's worth to me to spend $15 on a couple straps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you should wear a safety system. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I believe in that more than any other. Anytime you leave the ground, hunting or not, just put it on. Yeah. It's actually, to me... Hanging stands and everything else is so much easier using the system. It is. Oh, it you is. You just throw that tether around the tree. You got both your hands free. You can do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot easier. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So I, I had to make one of my systems my old one because I sweat so bad that it ain't going to be no good for deer. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just use it for hanging stands. Mm-hmm. It gets a little wet, a little gross. You sweat a lot? Just a little bit. Yeah. I look like I've taken a shower when I start sweating. Dude, he complained it's about being hot. It'd be like 40 degrees. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was not 40 degrees. Felt like it to me. It was 65 degrees outside, and I was like, dude, it is freaking hot. And Brandon's over here, oh, I feel good. Had a jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> I got jacket on right now. Chuck would have his coveralls on. Yeah. <laughs> and we had just hiked like five miles up into the woods. We did find that that's one thing I will say. We did find a, a road in one of those properties that unless we would have went turkey hunting, we probably would have never found it and found how far in it really goes. Because I think it could be a, a property you could get away from people. Mm-hmm. Well, other than the people on private, probably running. Coming in from private. Yeah. Yeah. 
because the the property runs like there's a road bed the property runs right on the edge and there's you can tell people hunt them private in there they got purple paint on all over the trees and um but it's a hike back in there yeah it kind of sucked during both season but gotta do what you gotta do yeah gotta do what you gotta do yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be here. I said it earlier. It'll be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. It always happens, you know. Yeah. Sneaks up on you. It, yeah. it really does every year. And if you are like us and like really getting after it and hiking in a long ways, you, you should be preparing for that now too. Get your butt in shape. Yep. Do a yep. little walking. Get out and in the evenings, a few days a week. Get some exercise, throw your pack on, put a little weight in it. Yep. Don't take much. Do it consistently and you'll be good. Yeah, because they'll tell on you. Yeah. Yeah, real fast. Real quick. I will say, though, one of the things that people should really do is, you know, if you get your bow out and start shooting it and stuff like that, just check. Check everything. Check all your equipment, your arrows. So what... When you say that, specifically, like, uh, cams chipped, where it could cut a string or yeah. is, or, or cables. Bent or, right. you know, if there's, if your string's got, like, a lot of fray to it, um, if you see a nick in your string, mm-hmm. servant separation, um, arrows, to me, is one of the bigger ones, truthfully. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't realize, you know, that they slap an arrow together with another one. They think, oh, I just hit the arrow. Well, right. You could have cracked that yeah, arrow and that And carbon. you can't see it. Yeah. So do a little you bend. Flex it. Yeah, flex it. Um, so to me, that, that stuff's really important just for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take a hobby and get hurt from it. No. You know what I mean? And if you're thinking about buying a new bow, it's it's a whole lot better to do it now rather than right for deer season. Yeah, don't, and then try to figure it out well, and yeah, set it and, up. And, and more than likely, shoot. with all this corona stuff, you almost have to get one now because they're going to be so far. They're already um, two months behind right now on production. I got an email uh Tuesday that said any new orders would be two months. Mm-hmm. So I think this Corona thing is going to screw a bunch of stuff up. But So right now is a good time for everybody to kind of look at everything and go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And shoot your broadheads. Go ahead and pick those out, figure out which ones you're going to shoot. Yeah. Don't shoot the, the test dummy that comes with it or something yeah. like that actually shoot the broadhead yeah it, whether it's mechanical or fixed blade shoot them and shoot them a lot and just make sure everything's flying good whatever your maximum uh whatever you set for yourself maximum range that you're going to take a shot at everybody's different got their own different mm-hmm. different one you need to be proficient with the broadhead to that range well that that's the thing if you practice start practicing now 
Mm-hmm. You can actually figure out what that range is. Exactly. If you wait till right before deer season, you're like, oh, this good I'm enough. just going about 20 yards. Just good enough. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm good to 30. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if you, and, and I know they're, they're kind of hard to find right now, but, you know, Jason can order stuff. He can get stuff for you if you can't find it on the shelf, um, broadhead wise. You might, you might have a broadhead in mind, but then you start shooting. You're like, well, I just can't, don't like it for some reason. Don't like the way it flies. Don't, whatever the case may be. Now's the time to figure it out. When September rolls around, that's when you want to not be worrying about that as, as much as just practicing. Mm-hmm. Might, it all might cost in. you a buck. Yeah, and some of the safety stuff, it could cost you injuries or Absolutely. worse. So, yeah, that all goes hand in hand. Just prepare, you know. Mm-hmm. Just know your equipment. Know your equipment. Yeah, yeah. Anybody run anything, uh, Not say, take the bows out of the picture for a second. Anybody run anything different coming up this coming season as far as packs, boots, gear? Uh, I got get boots. Let me, let me have it. <laughs> let me have it. I'm a gear junkie, man. Well, I'm Let's running new boots, maybe. I'm about to buy Jason's boots. <laughs> the rash no, boots? No, it just – man, let's get over the rash. You know um, what I was thinking about? You get over that. It. You're the one's got it. I was thinking about that. It, it We're could, trying to help you get over it. It could be no joke. It could be you need to ask Jennifer if she may have possibly switched detergents. And it really could be your socks and just where the pressure of the boot and the sock is plus the sweat. Yeah, plus the sweat pushing against your skin. It very well could be I will say I think the two times it's done it, I did get hot. Well, sure. Well, really hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just said you were constantly hot. And a combination yeah. of that and possibly a different fabric softener or detergent or even the the, the um, dryer sheet. Yeah. Any of that yeah, could, could. could be causing an allergic reaction, especially when it gets hot. It's sensitive. It's sensitive skin. Happened to me before, just FYI. But I, I'm looking at running new broadheads. Yeah. Me too. I just want to try out the new uh, Montex. I'm going with the new, what's not new, new to me, Magnus. Magnus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm. I wanted a new bow before I bought new arrows, but probably just buy new arrows. Oh, so you're not buying yet. a bow now? It's going to be two months. Why you gotta wait two months? Oh my! Number one, I have I can't I haven't seen that color in person. We talked about this the other day. If it's how you well, think now that it is, is not going to be two months. Those are on a different order. Any new orders are two months. So those are not new orders. What do you mean? You already ordered one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, cool. They were on my original order. When it gets there, I'll look at it. I'm talking about. I got new, cash in hand, bro. New orders. <laughs> any new orders that are put in, not any existing orders. Okay, I was getting excited there for a while. Problem new solved. gear, new gear. So what? What? I know. So I'm gonna run the Spartan arrows. Um, <laughs> going about 550 grains. Oh, yeah. Um, put. On what? I don't know what broadhead I'm putting up front. Maybe a cutthroat. It's a good one. 
big. I hadn't figured out which. There's two Magnuses I'm looking at. Okay. Magnus Sever and the Magnus Black Hornet. The Black Hornet's the one I'm looking at, yeah. Yep. I like it. Which um, Is the Black Hornet the one that's wider? I believe so. And then there's another one that's uh, not as wide, but still got the um, little serrated. Mm-hmm. That's the other one. So it's one of those two. I'm thinking I'm going with the other one, the more lower profile one. It's yeah. a little longer, but it's a little lower profile. Probably 100 grain. So that'll put me with the, with the not kernel. Is that right? That is right. At a 516. 15 on the arrow weight. That's about where I want to be. Somewhere in that neighborhood. 515, 520, 25. Somewhere there. I'll be like pointing up this way at 40 yards. (laughs) Nah. I ain't going to shoot. But I didn't want to buy them until I was going to buy arrows for a bow. Yeah. That gets here. We'll, We'll talk. Nick, got anything new? I I can't. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you let you down here, Chuck. I don't. I don't have any. Shoot, man. New gear necessarily. Boots need boots. Huh? I, I I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I love gear, man. I like talking about it. So I do too. But I've I've gotten where I'm like pretty content. Yeah, I mean that's the funny part is I did get a new saddle, but nobody cares about that. I. I'll listen. I did. What'd you get? You get the Phantom? Mm-hmm. And? It's great. You've been up a tree with it? Yep. Love it? Love it. Better than the Manus? Yep. 100%. Yep. I've noticed that they have slowed quite a bit on um, the Facebook selling, like people selling Manuses to get a yeah. Phantom. Which is a little disappointing. I was hoping to find one for about 100 bucks. Yeah, there's still there's still like one forty, one fifty on there. Yeah, but there's not as many. No, definitely not. I mean But you had one. I had one, but yeah. And now you want to turn around and buy another one. He wants it for early season. But I want a discount. He wants a cheaper one. I want a discounted version. I've got everything that I need. It just I can get the saddle and the tether. That'll be good. Until something else comes out, and no, then no, you don't. So that's it. what these gear junkies do. They, mm-hmm. they just—they're never content. You know? I'm guilty. Uh, I guess I'm guilty too. But when that thing runs a certain amount of money, but you can get it at a third of the cost. Oh, I, under, you, I understand getting things yeah. at a good cost. I mean, I would use it like during, like you were talking about the the early season when it's hot, and I've got. Just, you know, early season clothing on. That's pretty cool. Ain't no joke packing that thing in with a set of sticks. It's pretty, pretty nice. But the minute I got to put on some frost, frosty covered gear, I'm going back to the hang on quickly. Yeah, but I'll, put, I'll put the saddle away till next September. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. All year round. So, there you go. There we go. There you go. Nothing real new running for us. Not really. Boots. I need boots. He needs some boots. <laughs> you need to get you some boots. Yeah, yeah, get you some boots. I'm in the market. Have you tried on any crispy boots? Yeah, Pete's. 
did they feel good? Did you like mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's probably what I'm going with. Well, I mean, boot, it depends on what you're doing. You, I mean, yeah. But you hike around a lot. Oh so. yeah, yeah. I need something that's going to hold up, Mike. Do you like your boots other than the rash, Jason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hiking wise, I really like them. All yeah, I have to go I, off I of really is you do. guys. So. Well, well, I can tell you, you you saw how much trouble I had with the Danners. Oh, I did. I mean, and that was only hiking like a mile. You ain't heard me complain one time about my feet. Mm-mm. And we've been doing like nine miles. It's, I mean, and I didn't complain about my legs like with a rash till afterwards. Like afterwards. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like. But hiking wise, they, they definitely. It could be just a heat rash. Does it itch or anything? Yeah, he says bit. it burns when he pees. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bad enough for Brandon. <laughs> I've barely said anything. <laughs> I've barely said anything. Oh, that's good. Well, you might want to put I some did, salve on I it. I did buy a pack. I did a about a mystery ranch. Pack. Oh, yeah, did you, you did. Did yeah. you find out which one you got? It's the sawtooth. Sawtooth. 45, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a cool pack. Yeah, I like I like my my Kuyu bag fine for for whitetail. Yeah, if we're making an elk hunt, I'm gonna have to pack up. But that's a year down the road. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not this year. No. So I got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. A lot of planning. Mm-hmm. We need to get on. For sure start the process yeah my kafaru pack is uh it's a big pack i don't i don't use it unless it's elk hunt or whatever but it that, does but that, i mean i got one similar and it does compress down pretty good oh it does i mean you can't you can i mean use it you yours is different than mine it's we're basically got the same bag but mine's an internal frame yours is external so you could literally, um, you could buy like that new striker bag mm-hmm. and put on it for whitetails or or day hunts or whatever right. if you wanted to. Um, but mine is an internal frame, so I can't, can't do that. Can't yeah. switch them out. But I do like it. I mean, it, it worked great last year for what I needed. It. But um, yeah, the salt, the sawtooth is a good. I would say a, a really nice day pack. Oh yeah, couple day yeah, you type do of thing a, you and do a in it. meat shelf. So it's pretty versatile, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it it'll pack down to nothing if you're not carrying much in it. But right now, that's the only new, only new gear. Only new <clears throat> gear, yeah. Yep. Wow. But it will be here before we know it. Turkey season winding down right here at the first of May. Yep. Fourth of July will be here, and then all of a sudden, it's deer it's, season. Mm-hmm. It's, man, it's it's on. It's ready to roll. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I this I, I got most excited about turkey season this year that I have probably have ever been. I haven't. I told Jason the other day I ain't thought too much about deer, but that after Saturday when turkey season's mm-hmm. over, that's all I'll be yeah. thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm kind of like you. I mean, like you said a while ago, turkey hunting. I do catch myself like 
almost forgetting what I'm doing because I get on looking at some deer sign mm-hmm. and like really studying it and looking at it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm back to turkey hunting. Yeah. I go back to that. So I don't know. And that goes back to, I don't guess, you know, I really consider myself a diehard turkey hunter because I do a lot of deer scouting while I'm turkey hunting. It's almost like I'm deer You're scouting. You're a diehard deer hunter that turkey hunts. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm scouting deer, deer, but then if I hear a turkey or run across something, it's the gear switches or something <laughs> switches and mm-hmm. you go that direction. Yeah, but I think you might be doing it wrong. <laughs> probably am. That's yeah. probably why I'm not very successful. So, yeah. You ain't the only one. I have fun at it, though. It's I enjoy being outside regardless. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. Get the fresh air. Reason to get out. You know. So it doesn't matter. I get to and potentially shoot something. That's, yeah. That's the other parts. Well, pretty everybody awesome. get ready for deer season. Do you do you scouting, you prepping, do your bow tuning, shooting, mm-hmm. get your new gear, and get ready because it'll be here. Yep. Yep. All righty. Well, Wrap her up, Jake. So as 